no music today, but if you hear my voice, you know what it's time for. It's time for your wild minute with Troy. Brief overview of what we're going to go over tonight. We're going to have a little talk about the lines. We're going to explore who's in net tomorrow night for the wild. As we normally do, we'll visit the injury report, scout the uh, Calgary Flames in the back half of the home and home, look at the standings, and then finally hit that juicy trade rumor that you won't find on social media. Anyhow, let's start with what's most important. Today in practice at Tria Rink, the lines went back to normal, which is notable. Hartman is back up to the top line with Zuccarello and Kaprizov. The number two line stays untouched. Well, why would you? It's the hottest line in the NHL right now. Third line still missing Greenway, so it's Duhame, Erickson, Eck, and Felino. And then the fourth line stays the same with Dewar, Sturm, and Bugstead with Mason Shaw from Des Moines. He's up on the club right now while um, Greenway's hurt. He got a few reps in skating with the fourth line. Nothing of note there. The fourth line's not going to win you a game tomorrow night, but it's worth noting Mason Shaw could play and someone could sit. Disappointingly on the uh, blue line, Kalen Addison is still your seventh defenseman. So Everson and Billy G obviously see something in Jordan Ben they like, but um, it's disappointing that the Merrill Ben line is your third pairing and not Merrill and Addison. Speaking of disappointing choices, as you heard yesterday on the Wild Minute, the prediction anyways, it's official. Uh, Dean Evason, a grumpy Dean Evason, by the way, from practice, uh, confirmed that Cam Talbot will be in net tomorrow night against the Flames. And then I'd expect Cam and Capo, of course, to split action Thursday and Friday out east in the uh, back-to-back games. Shifting over to the Flames, as you saw Saturday night, the line of Goudreau. Now, re- remember, when I'm talking Goudreau with the Flames, I'm talking about Johnny Hockey, one of the league's most prolific scorers. And when you put him on a line with Kachuk and Lindholm, it, it, it was too much for the Wild. We saw it Saturday night. They skated up and down the ice. And then Kachuk, of course, anytime the whistle would blow, would get a cheap shot in on one of the Wild. Expect that to change tomorrow night. If I was open, I'd be going to the XL Energy Center tomorrow night. I think you're going to see a very desperate wild team and a very physical wild team. Expect with the last the last shift change, remember when you're the home team, you can match whoever the visiting team sends out on the ice because you get what they call last change. Anytime Goudreau and Kachuk step up uh, on the ice, expect to see the Erickson Eck line of uh, Eck, Felino, and Duhame. Should be a fun one tomorrow night. Looking at the NHL standing, something we don't do often because there's still almost half a season left. Um, the Wild have fallen into third place in the division, which isn't earth-shattering. But what's to note here is, is the Wild have been spoiled for several weeks because they've had so many games in hand. Well, they made up a few of them in their four-game swing to Canada, and they lost several of them. So what you see is the Blues passed them by. The Blues are five points ahead of them, and the Wild have two games in hand. Simple math tells you even if the Wild would win those two games, we'd still be a point behind the Blues and in third place. So that's something to keep an eye on. The Wild really need to keep in second place to protect home court, home ice advantage in the playoffs. Unfortunately, right now they're in third. When you look at the Western Conference, no one disputes the Colorado Avalanche are the top seed. They're probably the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. But after that, it's kind of a, a hodgepodge of teams. In that Tier 2 with the Wild, I would include St. Louis, Calgary, and Vegas. And the standings kind of bear that out right now, except for Vegas, except for uh, Calgary. But if the season ended today, the Wild would be a 4 or a 5 seed. 
not where we want to be, especially with such high expectations and a pretty high-octane performance the first half of the season. Still a lot to be played, a lot of home games left, but right now they're a four or five seed. Finally, the tier three teams in the standings to look out for. Of the teams I'm going to mention, they're going to be fighting for three playoff spots, and that's the LA Kings, Nashville, Dallas. I suppose you throw Anaheim in there, maybe Edmonton and Vancouver. Those teams will be fighting for those three spots. But if the Wild get the four or five seed, they wouldn't face any of those teams. They'd be facing a better team. So uh, Wild definitely need to climb in the standings. Finally, the trade rumor that you will not find on Twitter, and you'd have to look hard hard to find it. Here's the, here's the, the, the tidbit. According to the San Jose Sharks at yesterday's game, they credentialed six different NHL scouts. As we know, the trade deadline's only a few weeks away. One of the teams scouting in San Jose was your Minnesota Wild. Two trains of thoughts here as you look up and down the San Jose Sharks roster. Obviously, it's no secret center and all-star Thomas Hurdle is on the last year of his contract, and he wants out. He wants to go play in the playoffs, and he's not going to do that with San Jose. So he's clearly a rental player that several teams are looking at. What makes Hurdle special, he has 22 goals, 20 assists for 42 points, but he's a face-off specialist the Wild sorely need. So keep an eye on that. I'm told by the same people you read that he's too expensive. But again, the Wild have $13 million to play with this year only. They might throw it at him, especially if, if they can get a score and a play a face-off specialist. Here's the last note on that. Also on the San Jose Sharks roster, Nick Benina. Now, yes, he played for the Wild last year. He was very subpar and average. But what he did do well for the Wild, face-offs. So it, it's probably a stretch, but I, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. They could acquire him for pretty cheap money. He'd skate on the fourth line. And then what many teams do in the playoffs, you bring, off your, you bring out your face-off specialists. They win the face-off. They skate to the bench. And whoever is supposed to be on that line comes back out. I'm not saying it's a probability, but it is a possibility. For dirt cheap, they, sign Nick, they trade for Nick Benino and they have a face-off specialist for the playoffs. Wild, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, XL Energy Center. If you have an open schedule, you should go. This is Troy Young, and this has been your Wild Minute.